Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Steelers in Cleveland tonight. Going to be rainy before the game. Going to be windy throughout. Winds somewhere around 18, 19, 20 miles an hour. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. Thursday night football. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And we have spent the day talking about Mitch Trubisky and exactly what his future holds with the Steelers and what he would actually need to do to get people like me off his back. Because I fully expect that if he has a below-average first half, like I do expect, (laughs) that we will see Kenny Pickett in the second half of this game or at the very latest starting 10 days from now against the Jets. But is there a scenario, Chris, where he could actually shut me up or shut all the naysayers up? If you, to me, go out there tonight and you throw for, let's just say, 20 of 32, 235, two touchdowns, Steelers win the game. That's plenty. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. We're good. I don't need him to do a whole lot more than that. And and that's, it feels like it's asking a lot right it now. It does feel like it's asking a lot, doesn't it? It does. But, Chris, if they're going to get there, what does that look like? In getting there like wh- how is first of all can he get there and secondly if he can what does it look like for the guys around him carlin i think he can get there but it's about mitch's impact on the overall offense being able to put together sustained drives that's what i'm looking at okay being able to have your offense at 50 percent when it comes to third down conversion rate being able to put together 8 10 12 play drives being able to spray the football around to that receiving core, being able to get the ball out of your hands quickly to your receivers and let them do the heavy lifting. I think that's what it has to look like. Now, Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator, can do some things to help Trubisky out. Based on formations, go more three-by-one to create isos on the backside and have those timing routes with your receivers. Those are things that you rep, that you practice all the time in training camp and in the preseason. We saw Mitch Trubisky make one of those throws to Deontay Johnson in overtime against the Cincinnati Bengals. So feature more of those back shoulder throws, more of those ex-iso throws. Get some throws into the flat to Najee Harris. There are things you can do. How about an option route or a wide looky to Pat Fryermuth, right? Mm-hmm. Why not do that? Isolate him on a linebacker or a safety. He's a mismatch for both of those guys. So do some of those things. I think it it can help to build the confidence of Mitch Trubisky, but more importantly, it can get that offense into some kind of rhythm because they desperately need that. Well, the one time they did look in rhythm last week, was when they actually operated a little bit more no huddle. Yeah. And they just picked up the tempo. I'm not talking about speeding to the line, just picking up the tempo. Well, here's what that does, Carlin, and and I'm glad you brought that point up. No huddle standardizes the defense. What I mean by that is they can't shuffle in and out personnel groupings. Mm -hmm. They can't line up in these exotic blitzes. You usually have to have dead ball situations in order to do that. When you go no huddle, guess what? The defense has got to make base checks. They're not coming with blitzes. They're not doing any of those things. They're lining up. They're playing front and coverage, 
and it gives you an opportunity to diagnose the defense and make a simple read, something that you work on the first couple of weeks of training camp. That's how you simplify it. More importantly, slow it down for Mitch Trubisky because right now it feels like the speed of the game is affecting him, and you shouldn't say that for a veteran quarterback. Mike Tomlin, after the game the other day, made it pretty plain and simple. I don't know that we we had that perspective. We just wanted to win possession downs, and I was really upfront about about that at the outset of the week. We knew it would be a possession down game, and you know we we won some of those, but um, you know not enough splash, particularly in the weighty moments. And that leads me to believe that if it's just a blah first half, why we would see Trubisky. Not that, or why we would see Pickett, rather. Yeah, yeah. Because not that Kenny Pickett can guaranteed come in and light the world on fire, but you're always looking for something. And there's not a whole lot else they can change right now. Can't change a whole lot of personnel. Can't change the offensive coordinator at the moment. You can make a change at the most important position on the field. So why wouldn't you try to do that before the season gets away from you. No, you got to, Carlin. I mean, you can't punt on the year. You've got too much invested in this season. And I said this before, I'll say it again. The Steelers didn't opt for T.J. Watt to have surgery and shut him down for the rest of the year. They said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put you on IR designated to return with the hopes that you can be back in about seven weeks. That's what they did. And so they're anticipating that this is a year where they can compete for a playoff spot. I don't see Mitch Trubisky being that guy in order to help them do that. More importantly, this offense is not going to allow them the way that they've been playing to compete for a playoff spot. So whether it's Mitch, whether it's Kenny Pickett, they got to find a way to be able to uh, sustain drives. They got to find a way to be able to get first downs. Carlin, there's only one team in the league that has fewer first downs through the first two weeks than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay? They have the worst. When I say the worst, the worst in terms of percentage of explosive plays. Okay, Carlin, plays of 10 yards or more, they have the lowest percentage, and they're tied for the fewest in the National Football League. And with the weapons they have, that just can't be the case. That can't be the case. And so they've got to find a way to get into some type of rhythm. And again, it's not all on Mitch, but he's got a big responsibility in all of this. Matt Canada has got to be able to help his quarterback out, got to be able to simplify some things. And I think you're on to something when you say, more no-huddle offense, more isolation plays for your receivers, back shoulder fades, hell, slot fades, some screen game to Najee Harris, Pat Fryer moved on the stick routes. Those are simple concepts that every single quarterback has in every single system. Simplify the game for your quarterback and let him play fast in order to get the offense in a rhythm. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. We are also available on your smart speaker as well and on the ESPN app. And you know the great thing about the throws that I'm talking about, the routes that I'm talking about, Carlin? Mm. They don't take forever in a day. Those are three-step drops. Yeah. You can get those out of your hand quickly. The one thing I noticed last week is... He is just sitting back there and looking and looking and looking and looking he's and seeing not too seeing much. a he's damn seen, thing. But he, here's the thing, Carlin. He's seeing too much. Yeah. And sometimes you can get into that position as a player where it's paralysis by analysis. Yep. And I think that's exactly where Mitch is. So if you're the offensive coordinator, if you're the coaches, you've got to be able to recognize that and make it simple for him. Look, I don't care how he does it. There are too many weapons on that offense to not get them the football. Yeah. And it's pretty clear they just are not getting that done. And if Mitch is not going to get that done, we're going to give a shot to the other guy. And I don't need to, you know, 
I know Jason Reed brought this up this morning on Get Up. The other guy ain't Mason Rudolph. No, it's not. <laughs> no. no, it's not. No. Mason Rudolph is not leading them anywhere. If Even if they didn't feel like Kenny Pickett was ready to play, I'd still put him out there in front of Mason Rudolph. No doubt about There's it. There's no point. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Up next, it is only week two. And we are starting to wonder if one player has already clinched a postseason award. What do I mean? <laughs> You're going to have to sit around to find out, aren't you? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN+. Plus. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It's Thursday, which means Kenny or Canty. I love this segment. Uh, of course, it's the game that's sweeping the nation. It really is. Come on now. The question is simple. Kenny or Canty? But only one man can answer. It's really true. It is just that simple. There it is. And only one man can answer. That's it. So let us get to Kenny or Canty. Chris Carlin hosting Chris Canty answering. Are you ready? I am ready. Can Jalen Hurts win the MVP, Kenny or Canty? He can, Carlin. Right now, he's got the sixth best QBR. He's got the best offensive line in football. And A.J. Brown has transformed that receiving core. The dynamic between him, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, and Dallas Goddard is going to be something special. But the biggest reason why Jalen Hurts can win MVP is because of what Jalen Hurts did this offseason the improvement in his mechanics, and the improvement in his ability to be able to read and diagnose zone coverages. He can stand in the pocket, and he can throw the ball down the field and outside of the numbers. The biggest question mark coming into the season was could he make that jump as a quarterback? We've seen it through the first two weeks. He's checked that box. Can anyone else beat Micah Parsons for Defensive Player of the Year? Can they or can't he? Anybody else? Yeah. No, they can't. Micah Parsons is going to win Defensive Player of the Year. And if you don't understand why I'm saying it that definitively, go back and watch the first two games this season. He is an absolute game wrecker. Against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he took turns against those tackles. Tristan Wirfs, Donovan Smith, neither one of them had an answer. And man, did he make the tackles from the Bengals look bad. Jonah Williams and Lyle Collins are still licking their wounds. 
There's no pass rush move that this dude doesn't have. He's got the spin. He's got the speed rush. He's got the speed to inside swipe. He's got the sheer bull rush. Carlin, there's nothing he can't do when it comes to winning one-on-one pass rush. Can the Giants beat the Cowboys for their first undefeated September since 2009? Can they? Can he? Can, can't, can't he? <laughs> they can't, meaning the New York Giants can't beat the Dallas Cowboys. Right. And I feel bad saying that because I won my Super Bowl with the Giants. But in this matchup on Monday night, I really can't lose because it's between my two former teams. But I will say the reason why the Giants can't win is because of Michael Parsons. Yeah. And, yeah, oh, by the way, Lawrence Taylor, the guy that Michael Parsons seems like he's the second coming of, is actually coming from Florida to MetLife Stadium to watch Michael Parsons in person because he says he wants to see what all the hype is about with his own eyes. Wow. Do you think Michael Parsons is going to try to show out in that game? Because mm. I do. I, I do. Too. I'm just saying. Can, Next. Can Aaron Rodgers end his losing streak against Tom Brady and the Bucks? Can he or can't he? Are they playing a the game in Florida? Yes. Then that means he can't with a capital T. <laughs> Last time Aaron Rodgers was down there at Raymond James Stadium, he threw not one, but two pick sixes on the way to his team getting blasted. And the last time Aaron Rodgers played against Tampa Bay Buccaneers was in the NFC Championship game, if I'm not mistaken, Carlin. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out that well for Aaron Rodgers either. So this defense is the best defense in football, that being the Bucks defense. And so, no, he's not going to be able to end that streak. <laughs> Can Dak lead the Cowboys to the playoffs, Kenny, or can't he? He can. Dak can lead the Cowboys to the playoffs. Now, I say that with a little bit of hesitation because it won't actually be Dak Prescott leading the Cowboys. It would be the defense in Micah Parsons leading the Cowboys. But I do think Dak Prescott giving them competent quarterback play would be a nice compliment to what that defense can be. I said it coming into this year. The identity of the Cowboys is going to shift from what we've known it to be in the Zeke Elliott, Dak Prescott era of Cowboys football. They're going to be led by their defense. Dak Prescott will be in a lot of games because that defense will make sure it's a low-scoring affair. And Dak, because of his experience and his playmaking ability, will have them knocking on the door for the playoffs. So I'm going to say he can. The question should have been, can Dak ride the coattails of Micah Parsons? That's what the question should have been. That's the question. Can Trevor Lawrence win his first career road game Sunday against the Chargers? Can he or can't he? (laughs) While you think about it, allow me to provide some context. Trevor Lawrence, 0-9 on the road. Only quarterback to lose his first nine road starts when his 10th was Peyton Manning, who beat the Chargers in week three of his second season. What a coinky dink. Can he, he can. He can. He can. Upset special for week three. And, Carlin, you know this. I came out with my power rankings yesterday. I had the Chargers in the fifth spot. And I think the boys from Duval have a chance to be able to upset them because I like what I'm seeing. I love the way that they're utilizing James Robinson and Travis Etienne out of the backfield. Trevor Lawrence is doing a great job of spraying the ball all around the field. And guess what? That guy, Christian Kirk, who they paid all that money in free agency, turns out the money seems to be well spent Mm because the dude is balling. So I like where they're at, and I love, love the pass rush for the Jacksonville Jaguars between Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen. Good luck protecting those cracked ribs from Justin Herbert. I'm just saying. I'll give you one last one. A wild card, one that I've just thrown in there right now. What we got? Can Jacoby Brissett be a reason the Browns beat the Steelers tonight, Kenny or Canty? 
He can't. I don't think this is going to be a Jacoby Brissett game. And it's the weather that's going to factor into it. It's also the fact that Jacoby Brissett, through the first two games, hasn't pushed the ball downfield. Has he thrown a pass over 30 yards in the, in the first two games? Uh, ball no, says I doubtful. don't believe so. A-ball says doubtful. So yeah. all I'm simply saying is this. Jacoby Brissett won't be the reason. He can't be the reason. It's going to have to be because of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in that offensive line. Not to mention Miles Garrett playing the role of game wrecker against that Pittsburgh Steelers offense. So that is where I'm at with tonight's game. And that is Kenny or Canty. Any objections to any of my answers? Uh, I'm a little skeptical on the Trevor Lawrence front. Okay. I'm a little skeptical on the Dak to the playoffs front, but I, I can't be all that skeptical. I, Micah Parsons, Who are the playoff teams in the NFC? That's that's where you have me. Exactly. That's where you have that's me. Exactly. My best answer is not Dallas. <laughs> that's, that would be my best answer. I mean, even if they don't win the division, all right, just excluding the division winners, when you look at the rest of the field, it's hard to say that they can't take one of those three wild card spots. It's very hard to say that. It's very hard to say that. But I would say the playoff teams in the NFC are the 49ers, the Rams. I'm still... I'm not writing mm. off the Rams yet. Okay. The Buccaneers. Okay. The Vikings, the Packers. That's five. The Eagles. The Eagles is six. I think I actually did have the Cowboys making it as a wild card. Okay. So yeah. I'll, I'll continue to ride that out. But yes, I, I did because I had them in front of the Saints. I had the Saints. So you're not skeptical. Not then. making the play. So you're not I, skeptical. I'm, I am skeptical. You're not I, skeptical. You just said it. I, you just ran down the list. I. I has I said it because I had to. Like mm. there's nothing else. Mm. I'm I'm not as you would say saying it with my chest. Gotcha. Even if I did, it wouldn't be that impressive. Cantia Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. One thing I, I want to bring back from earlier today, Chris. This is the third time this week that Jerry Jones has spoken to the media. <laughs> he, he has his radio show. He speaks after the games, and then today he had a press conference. Like he's just out there meeting with the media, and it hurts every time he talks it, to the media. It really, it really does. And today was no different when he was asked about a potential quarterback controversy in Dallas. So you'd want that? You'd want that controversy? Of course I would. Okay. Of course that means we'd won. If he comes in here and played as well as Prescott played, Rush played that well over these next games ahead, I'd walk New York to get that. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he can do that? Uh, well, I don't know that, but uh, uh, I, I would. Uh, you can't find on record where I said I thought Dak Prescott could do it when he had the when he stepped in and had the chance to do that. But he did it. I wish somebody would grab him with one of those canes that comes out from the side, like in our old vaudeville show, and just pull him away. Oh, like they used to do at the Apollo on Saturday exactly. night with the amateurs and had yes. the Sandman bring the hook out. <laughs> exactly. Get him out of there. You know what? And this is, and I'm not trying to be funny when I say this. This is giving me Al Davis with the Raiders vibes at the end of it. Like he's just saying kooky stuff. Yeah. It just, it, it's it's like I, I'm, I understand that Jerry Jones is a larger than life figure and he's great for the NFL but, but and the Chris, entertainment value. I just, I, I worry about him being at the microphone now. It's getting to that point now where you need to let Stephen Jones be the front man for the, for the football operations. And, and certainly if you are, it's just showing up every once in a while. It's not three times a week scheduled. <laughs> yeah, because you know you're going to say something that's out of pocket 
at that point, at this point. At I, this you know you're going to say something that's going to make it more difficult for your team. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it's concerning, man. And 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 I got a lot of respect for Jerry Jones. That man gave me an opportunity to, to start my career in the NFL when he drafted me. So nothing but love, but it's just it's it, this is not the same Jerry Jones that drafted me back in 2005. Did he call you? Did he call me? No, I mean like when you got drafted, of course he was did. he the guy? Of course he called me. Well, I don't know like who's well, on the called, phone. He called, and who's me, not. he called me during the pre-draft process. Yeah, I, I was down at Valley Red. I met with him in his office before no, no. I was even a cowboy. I understand that, but you were a fourth-round pick, correct? Yep. So I didn't know if that's just for Big Show when it's a first-round no, pick or if no, it's they every it, guy. They call it everybody. I'm talking about people from middle school. <laughs> <laughs> they call it everybody. <laughs> they call it everybody. They did their homework. No, no. I'm just saying, like, that moment when you get drafted, it's He called Jerry. me. He called me. He okay. was the one. He called me. I talked to him. I talked to Coach Parcells. Yeah, they called me. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was just like, all right, cool. I'm just y'all. thinking about what, what I, a I cool was, moment I was that just, is. It wasn't cool for me. I was disappointed I got drafted in the fourth round. So I was like, all right, I'll be there. Just tell me, tell me <laughs> when's the plane ticket? Tell me where the plane ticket is. <laughs> exactly. I'll be there. Oh, yeah, the 31 of <laughs> you screwed up, including you in the first three rounds. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Everybody's looking to make a little cash on the game tonight. We know this. And, yes, we will have the play of the day for you in just a bit, but there are, there are those those so, so tempting prop bets, and there are some nice ones tonight, including one that everyone is betting on or not betting on. We'll explain. That's next, ESPN Radio, ESPN+. Plus. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. All right. Thursday night football, just a little bit away from now. Steelers, Browns in Cleveland. Weather a little bit wet right now out in Cleveland. It's supposed to dry up around game time, but it is going to be windy tonight. Going mm. to be windy tonight. Not Brian Windhorse, going to be windy tonight. You got, the gu- you got the gusts and the dew points too? Uh, 19 miles an hour. Gotcha. That's where the average is. Okay. I don't know if that's out of the Northeast or where that's from. It doesn't matter. It's going to be windy. I'm so, sure it's coming off of the windy lake. Windy in right? Cleveland? Is LeBron going back to the Cavs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well uh, played. Uh, so with that, all of that in mind, let us run through some prop bets that could make some sense tonight. Evan Wilner will take the wheel and we'll run through the bets. We'll give you our thoughts. Let's go. 
All right, who will score the first touchdown tonight, Chris Carlin? Nick Chubb. I mean, that's too easy of a pick. That's why I'm going to go Nick Chubb. Wrong. I'm going with Kareem Hunt. First Mm. touchdown scored. Why? I I just like Kareem Hunt out of the backfield as a receiver. First touchdown scored. Nick Chubb plus 320 at Caesars. Kareem Hunt plus 550. Mm, Okay. That's a spicy value on Kareem Hunt. Mm Mm-hmm. The Steelers' first drive ending in a turnover is at plus 750. Is that a good bet or a bad bet, Chris Canty? First drive ending in a turnover, I'm going to say that's a bad bet. Bad bet. I, I, You know, Mitch did turn it over early in that game, but that was the second possession after a three and out. I think it's an early three and out against that Cleveland Browns defense for the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. I don't think it's a turnover. The thing is, it, Mitch did turn it over last week. Uh I do think that at some point he will, but I don't believe that it will be on the first drive. I don't think the Steelers' first drive ends in a turnover. I think that's a bad bet. I tried to find Steelers' first drive ending in a three and out. That was not available. Mm. That's because the odds are too low. (laughs) You know? Let's go through some over-unders here. Deontay Johnson, over or under four and a half receptions, Chris Carlin? That's an over. Uh, Deontay Johnson... Little known fact, has been targeted 10 times in something like 24 consecutive games, and or 23 out of 24, something absurd like that. He basically has the second most targets in the NFL during that stretch. I will go over four and a half receptions for Deontay Johnson. Listen, Mike Tomlin was talking about adding a little more splash to the offense. It doesn't get more splashed than Deontay Johnson for the Pittsburgh Steelers offense from a personnel standpoint. They're going to put his tail to work tonight. I see a lot of smokes, a lot of wide receiver screens in the forecast for him tonight. Those aren't very long passes. You can use that as an extension of the run game. So I love, not like, love Deontay Johnson over four and a half receptions. Next. Jacoby Brissett over or under 17 and a half completions. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. I, 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 I'll I, say slightly over. Okay. Slightly over. Is it, re- I mean, it feels, well, the weather. You know what? I'm changing that. Windy, I'm going to go under. I feel like you just talked yourself out of it because I'm did. going over. Yeah. I'm going over. I'm not saying that he's going to throw for 250 yards. No, no. But I do think he goes over 17 and a half. That feels like a low number. Yeah. I could see Jacoby Brissett going somewhere, you know, 19 for 27, 180 yards and a touchdown. I could see that from Jacoby Brissett. The short passing game, again, as an extension of the run game. Ain't nobody airing it out in this game, but I can see a lot of dinking and dunking for Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the under there, even though the number feels a little bit low. That is low. Yeah, but I'm gonna do it just because of the win factor there. Okay. And I I don't think Jacoby Brissett's you know good, so that's mm. a problem too. Mm. Next, Mitch Trubisky anytime interception. Oh, this is easy for me. I'm going over. I'm going over. I'm going with everybody else from Caesar Sportsbook that placed a wager on this particular bet. Nobody went with Mitch Trubisky not throwing an interception, so I'm going over. That was as of an an hour ago. Not one person, according to Caesar Sportsbook, they tweeted it out, had said or had uh, bet that Mitch Trubisky would not throw an interception tonight. So, uh... 
I believe he will. So, yeah, we're going over the one-half interception tonight for Mitch Trubisky. And he will make the most of that one complete interception. (laughs) One more. This number is super high, I thought. Mitch Trubisky over under 30 and a half passing attempts. Under. I'm going under. Yeah. I don't think you'll have the opportunity to have that many passing attempts. I don't think that's I think that's by virtue of the game plan. Or if they're in a situation where they've got to throw the ball that much, that means Mitch ain't playing very well, and they're probably going to give Kenny Pickett an opportunity. So either way, I'm going to say under 30 and a half pass attempts. I, I'm actually going to say over, not by much, and just because I think they're going to do exactly what you suggested, and that's a lot of short stuff, and, and try to get the ball out quick. So I, I think that will be the case because last week they didn't get the ball out quick at all against the Patriots. Next. That's it. Oh, okay. Well, good enough. Speaking of the Patriots, Chris and I will be on the call on Sunday on ESPN Radio uh, for the Patriots and the Ravens up in Foxborough. I am very much looking forward to that. You are going to take a nice little train ride up north. You'll be very comfortable on your way up there. And you, you'll be you, in all you, you sound like there's a lot of envy in, in your voice when you say it that way. A little bit. A little jealousy. A little envy on my part because uh, it's not, I mean, I, let's it's just not say, my fault you're doing a night game I, for uh, Rutgers, uh, Iowa. It ain't my fault it's either. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When they changed that game time, Rutgers, Iowa it took a small is, piece a, of your soul. is a 7 p.m. on Saturday. It took a piece of your soul. And I'm going to be in Foxborough on Sunday at one that was supposed to be a noon game. Uh, listen, I, I I love the fact that it's going to be a great atmosphere in Piscataway, but uh... hey, just just remind yourself when you're driving up after the game on Saturday night that uh, I'm I'm well well rested in my bed after a nice meal at the Capitol Grill, I where hope... I've had the lobster mac and cheese. I, I hope that you and, prob- have... and probably a ribeye that's the size of your head. I hope you have the worst hotel pillows ever. Kitty <laughs> and Garland, ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This one's a little tough to take. Uh, Sunday, as we know, the commanders are hosting the Eagles down in Washington. And, of course, that's Carson Wentz taking on his former team, uh, for the first time uh, this season. And, yep. Chris, uh, he says that he, quote, will definitely have some mixed emotions given how things ultimately played out with the Eagles, and that adds something to the game. I'm excited for it, but you try not to make the game bigger than it needs to be. 
every week is a big week. It's hard to win in this league. And so I know once the first kickoff goes, it'll be football again. Mm. No, nah, that's not how this works, man. No. And I know he's saying the right things because he's a quarterback. And he's and he in a doesn't even believe that, He's though. in a leadership position. There's no way he can believe that, Carlin, because he's got to feel a way about how things went down in Philly. And that was Howie Roseman's guy. Remember all of the draft capital that they mortgaged? They in traded order to, twice. Exactly. To get in order to move up to get him, they drafted him. He was the guy that was on his way to an MVP season the year they won the Super Bowl. Yet there's a statue of Nick Bowles and Doug Peterson out front of Lincoln Financial Stadium. Now, now I won't lie. Um, I went past uh, that, uh, I don't know, probably a year ago or so. Yeah. It had to be tough for Carson Wentz to walk past that to go to work. It was actually right outside their complex. Yeah. And it had to be tough to walk into the building every day and see that. But think about that. Not only that, but you have the guy that was a second-round pick in Jalen Hurts end up being the player that Doug Peterson decided to put in instead of you because of how you struggled that yeah. year where you played 12 games and led the league in picks. Tim, Tim McManus wrote a great story today about how everything went south with Wentz. He, of course, covers the Eagles for uh, ESPN NFL Nation. Check it out on ESPN.com. It, it's a tremendous story um, because that uh, situation with Wentz was just rife with drama with how it all went. And it really started a few years back when there was a story that basically indicated that not a lot of, not a lot of guys in the locker room were in love with Carson uh, yeah. when he was there. Well, apparently the Washington Commanders weren't that in love with Carson Wentz either because according to a story that we had on ESPN.com this week, multiple league sources confirmed that the Niners believed one of the teams that was interested in Jimmy Garoppolo was the <laughs> Washington Commanders. Here's, but because he had to have all-season shoulder surgery, they pivoted and went in a different direction. So Carson is starting to become the unwanted man when it comes to starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Well, so here, this is why this is a big week for him, because this was the original team that drafted him, and the quarterback that they're rocking with, Jalen Hurts, yeah, he's fourth when it comes to MVP odds right now. All right, will he still be the commander starting quarterback week 10, Monday Night Football in Philly? A-ball says doubtful. Ooh. All right, friends. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. And you, if you're listening right now, you know that the normal course of action right at this time is for us to put together a little play of the night for you. So uh, why don't we think about doing that right now? Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. It's Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Now, I have said that I have zero feel for this game in terms of who wins and loses. Is it a high-scoring, low-scoring game? That's what you said. That's what I said. So I am staying away from the point spread, from the money line, from the total, which is only 38 right now. Okay. But I'm going to give you two prop bets that I don't know if it's possible for me to love more than I do. All right. What we got? Number no, one. Hold on, hold on. Before we do this, mm-hmm. are they Lockadinis? One of them I would classify as a Lockadini. As a Lockadini. But we're not going to play it as a Lockadini because it's a bit of a parlay. Uh, it's not a parlay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to give you two separate. Uh, oh, so you're not going to play bets. them together? No. Okay. No. Because I thought 
when we initially talked about it, you considered playing them together. Well, now I've, I've gotten a little bit smarter. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. All You're right. hedging a little bit. Caesar Sportsbook, total rushing and receiving yards combined. Total rushing and receiving yards combined for Najee Harris. 78 and a half. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Total rushing and receiving yards oh, combined. Yeah. <laughs> 78 and a half. We will go over. L- let me guess. That's the Lockadini. That is the Lockadini. No doubt about it. <laughs> that is Mr. McLaughlin. Yeah. That, paying that, a visit. That, that's cash. Oh. That, that's fresh cash. Lockowitz. There we go. There you go. And then total receiving yards. You ready for this? I'm listening. Deontay Johnson, 53 and a half. Ooh. 53 and a half. Well, if we love we can go, over four and a half receptions, which is his, his mm-hmm. over under there, then I mean, you're talking about 10 yards of reception. Yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. play either that or the same for Pat Fryermuth being over 34 and a half yards receiving. See, I like the idea of taking Deontay Johnson over four and a half receptions and over 53 yards receiving. 53 and a half. Mm-hmm. Over 53 and a half yards receiving and putting that as a nice little parlay. Bingo. All right, so we'll play them together. Yeah. We'll play them together. Deontay Johnson, over 53 and a half and the four and a half receptions? Yes. All right, we'll do that. Over on both. And then if you want to tie in Najee Harris, it's your business. I'm going no, to we're going to play do. that as a separate. Yeah, we're okay. going to play because that's the Lockadini. Okay. We're not going to mess with the Lockadini. So there you go. There we go. We're going to keep it simple tonight. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is Three and Out. All right, something we meant to get to earlier in the week that absolutely deserves your your attention. It is time for the football college football fan of the month, brought to you by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. This was amazing. At the start of the fourth quarter, UConn, Michigan, this past Saturday, mm-hmm. UConn trailing 45 to nothing. <laughs> Bob was shoozing on the call on ESPN. They showed, a, they showed one fan who put his arm up in the air with four fingers. Love it. Love it. It was a UConn fan. We're a fourth quarter team, baby. <laughs> We're going to get it going. We were just warming up. Oh, that's We just, we just wanted to make sure we saw their scheme the first three quarters. We're ready oh, for it now. That's as love good as it, it gets. Love it. That but, is awesome. Uh, Got to love college football, don't you? You absolutely do. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial, auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Former Seahawks cornerback Richard Sherman, linebacker K.J. Wright, discussing Russell Wilson's tenure in Seattle on the Richard Sherman podcast uh, this week. And uh, both explained that Wilson uh, got plenty of special treatment throughout his early years with the Seahawks, said that Pete Carroll would treat Russell Wilson differently than everybody else, but not in the vein of, I'm going to treat everybody fairly, I'm going to treat some people different than others, though. Okay, so there was a little special treatment from yeah. Pete Carroll toward Russ, a little coddling, if you will. Yeah. Here's what I'll say about that, Carlos. Russ has his own office in Denver. Now, 
See, that takes it to another level. <laughs> yes, it does. I was just about to say how the quarterback is closer to the coach, ownership, and the GM than he is the other 52 guys Wait. in the locker room until you just said that he has his own office in Denver because that takes it to another level. When somebody gets cut, do you go see Russ or do you go see the coach? Right? I mean, Russell, bring your playbook. Russ wants to see you bring your playbook. <laughs> or like you have, the, the, you have the, the recap of the game after you lose. Hey, Nathaniel, I want to see you in my office. Yeah. Do you tell the head coach, I want to see you in my office? Yeah, it's coming. Wow. It's coming. And he's then got, he, like, let's be clear about this. He's got more juice than Nathaniel Hackett in that organization. Oh, by far. They just it's gave him close. a quarter of a billion dollars. It's not close. Nathaniel Hackett will be lucky to be around by week eight. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ben Simmons said in an interview with uh, J.J. Redick on the uh, Old Man on the Three podcast that he just wanted help during his time with the Philadelphia 76ers and that many within the organization did not support him as he struggled with his mental health. Um, I'm confused here because didn't the organization offer him help? They yes. asked him if he wanted to see a mental professional. Yes. They offered that to him yes. and he declined and he Look, said he wanted to stay away from them. Christ- I, I'm sorry. If you're dealing with mental health issues and your employer is trying to figure out what's going on and why you can't do your job, you have an obligation to be responsive to your employer. You just can't ghost them. No. And uh, honestly, Ben Simmons trying to repaint history in Philadelphia. Look, I'm sure the Sixers did some things wrong there, but let's not pretend like the majority of the blame doesn't go to Ben Simmons. It does. Yeah, the old man in the three podcast, a really soft place to land for Ben Simmons. The irony is he's with one of the greatest shooters of all time, and he can't shoot to save his life. Hmm. Literally and figuratively.